How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 72 with Mike Kaplan. This was a really good one. A lot of riffs, a lot of bits, some puns, great wordplay. It was all there. It was a really fun episode. Facebook.com slash Yamitat with Doug Culp. iTunes, Stitcher, tell people about this show. If you're like, hey, look at this show, then people will listen to it. Maybe. <laughs> Do it. Just tell tell the world. Duplex Comedy Suplex has been going amazingly well. Um, go to facebook.com slash duplex comedy suplex and it'll take you right to the page. Uh, the Twitter is at duplex comedy and it's been going awesome. Paul Danke, Clay Cassis, Will Weldon, Dave Ross, Matt McCarthy, Jacob Kuban, Brad Gage, and myself, Grant Lyon, Matt Ingebretson, Matt Kirshen, Zach Sherwin, uh, this is going really well. It's been a lot of fun and it's going to continue being a lot of fun. Please tell everyone about it. Um, come to it if you can. It's a free show at my place in the living room. Duplex comedy suplex. All right. Uh, my Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. And the show's Twitter is at Yamatat. PayPal donate button. Uh, if you feel so inclined um, if you could donate to the podcast, that would be amazing. Um, I love doing it and I love to keep doing it. There's no, I mean, there's no risk of me not doing the podcast. I mean, come on, come on. I got you guys. <laughs> uh, but still any help. Um, also through the, <coughs> dang it. Sorry. <coughs> Yamazon link on yamatat.com. Go Y-A-M-A-T-A-T dot com. It'll bring you to the homepage, and there's a Amazon link. So if you buy stuff through that link on Amazon, then some some should be kicked back to the show. Okay, so yam it up with me and Mike Kaplan, everybody. Is it recording? Is that what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> gotcha, journalism. <laughs> You sure got me plugging in my phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some hot topics there. Should I get close to this? Oh, yeah. Here, let's flip that on for, to have more light. Where do I... Do I... Is it like... Is it one of these, or is it... Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's just bi-directional. It picks up a lot of sounds, so I just have it split, and then we... Okay, we're yeah. both talk. We're both going for this one. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so, should I, do I do I do I want me close to it or should, is this good? No, normal 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 position. Yeah. Great. <laughs> great. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that. This uh, this podcast is just sound scrap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. So you live in New York. Correct. How awesome is it there? I've never been. Oh, still uh, never been. There's a lot of awesome stuff there. Yeah. I yeah, I recommend going for. I mean, probably to anybody who's not you know terrified yeah. of people. Yeah. There's a lot of people. <laughs> uh, there, I mean, you know, there's great. The comedy scene is great. I mean, the comedy. There's not even just one. You know, there's so many. Yeah. Places, you know, clubs, the restaurants, Caroline's, yeah. um, UCB shows. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's yeah, there's a. Uh, a lot of places to do and see shows. Yeah, it's awesome. You going up like every night out there? Uh, pretty pretty much. Uh, like if there is a night that I have off, sometimes I'll 
just be chill happy and... to have it off. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I will go hang out at a show that, you know, friends are doing. Yeah. But I, there's probably, on any given night, if I wanted to, I could, like, do a little digging into what shows are happening yeah. and find one to hop on if it was my desire. So yeah. Yeah, there's certainly, like, you know, maybe dozens of shows happening every night. That's great. <laughs> it is. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of comedy, suss out the good comedy, and then... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, when I moved there, I, I did, you know, a bunch of open mics and things just to figure out yeah. who... Like, I had some friends who helped me get on some book shows and, you know, got some auditions at clubs. But for a few months, it was mostly just, like, trial and error. Uh, like, is this is this useful? Is this a dungeon? You know? Uh, and then, you know, like, little by little, you figure out what places you like going and... Uh, and hopefully, more and yeah, then, yeah. And it, I recommend if you like something, do it. And if you don't <laughs> like it, maybe do it. You know. <laughs> maybe do it anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Depending what it is. Yeah. If it's a comedy show, <laughs> I'll I'll limit my the scope of that statement. Yeah. Are there are there any cool like? Because um, I went to my parents live in Seattle. And, well, Seattle adjacent. And so we went and we went in the Seattle Underground Tour. Have you heard about this? I don't know what the Seattle Underground Tour is. I know the Seattle Underground Comedy Club. Oh, okay. But, well, uh, so there, uh, Seattle burned down at one point. Okay. Because they built it way too far below sea level. Hmm. And then something happened with, uh, there was like a glue factory and an alcohol distillery like right next door to each other. And somebody got real hopped up on glue. <laughs> Burn down the alcohol factory, which I don't really. I guess I feel like building it below sea level would be a solution to a fire. Oh That's yeah, just hey guys, just uh, aim the ocean this way. <coughs> oh, I think it was an issue with like sewage and stuff too, and it was just. Oh yeah, the sewage they put above ground, and they're like, that's not gonna. We put our city under and our sewage over. Let's redo sewage in the water tower. What were we thinking? Mulligan, Seattle. <laughs> So the um, now there's a tour you can go down and see where the yeah, sewage was bad. Yeah, and you can see. Well, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, it doesn't it doesn't stink anymore. Probably that's fine. Yeah. But you go in and you see all these like preserved buildings and mm -hmm. stuff because they built Seattle on top of what used to be. Wow, I knew nothing about it. Next time I go to Seattle, I'm gonna check that out. It's cool. I think it's like 15 bucks, and then you. Uh, so is the your question is is there anything like that in New York? Yeah, like kind of like, like a, the the Morlock tour stuff um, where people go and they don't always talk about that. They're like, oh, Times Square was great. Or I mean, certainly don't go to Times Square if you <laughs> don't have to. Uh, <laughs> there's some nice Broadway shows around there if that's your bag. Uh, it's partially my bag. Mm -hmm. uh, the specific thing that jumps to mind that I really like that you reminded me of is the Highline Park, which is. Like, around 10th Avenue in, like, the teens through 30s, okay. streetwise. Uh, and it's an old... It used to be, like, a like there's train tracks. Like, a, there was some kind of... Like, now it's above above ground train line. But now <laughs> the, the trains don't go there. It's yeah. just for a couple, you know, like a mile or two. Yeah. And it's just, like, a really long park where, like, there's, you know, like, plants and flowers and things growing out of where the train tracks were. And there's oh. some, like, you know... A popsicle stand here and there. Like. <laughs> so it's like a cool old converted train tracks park popsicle stand situation. <laughs> that sounds cool. I recommend that. It's a it's a fun a fun walkin'. Uh, Christopher is another fun walkin'. Um, 
Christopher Walken. Yeah. Uh, in case uh, oh. you don't want to do all the putting the words together yourself, I'll do it for you. Um, I mean, I guess I like I like I like a lot of. There's tons of parks, you know. I mean, like yeah. Central Park is probably your main, you know, yeah. famous park. Yeah, the one uh, with the big C carved into it that Colbert did. Central, right? <laughs> C for Central and Colbert and Park if you spell it wrong. Uh, C A R P. Um, Central Carp. That's where you want to go to catch the fish. And I live near Prospect Park in Brooklyn. Okay. In uh, the it's surrounded by many different neighborhoods, uh, like Park Slope and other such things. So I like. Uh, I like walking through those. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, if you yeah, the best part about New York City <laughs> is finding the green things in it. Uh, that is one that is holding onto them for dear life. Yeah, please, oh. once a day at least. <laughs> I need to know that the world is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Those are like the things that I do are walk in the parks. Uh, you know, go to restaurants I like and uh, do do and go to comedy shows. And I guess you know, there's tons of other you know, like mu- music. Oh, uh, yeah. venues, yeah. shows, uh, and, you know, plays and such. Yeah. Uh, I, another thing I really like that I just came across uh, is a, a, a one hour, 30 plays in 60 minutes. What? Uh, and it's called Too Much Light Makes the Baby Go Blind. It's uh, Some of the plays are funny. Some of them are really touching. Yeah. Some of the, They're just all original, you know, average two minute long. <laughs> plays. Uh, sometimes they don't finish all the plays. Yeah. They do it in a different order every night. They write new ones every week, <laughs> I believe. And it's cool. It's a group called the Neo-Futurists. Uh, and it's like, it's performance art in a, I, I believe is what they would say. Yeah. Uh, that they're not, you know, I mean, maybe they're actors as well, but uh, who knows? Yeah, that's, that's a cool. It's a cool thing. But also stand-up comedy. Uh, yeah. that's, uh, <laughs> I recommend that. But I'm like, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> Been there, whatever, whatever. Yeah, Let's there's t- yeah, of the- course many groundbreaking people doing really cool, weird, interesting things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, those are the things that I do love like the most because oh. they're different. Like, obviously, if you only go to a comedy show, you know, once a year or a couple times a year, yeah. then you know, you going to the cellar and seeing just like the best, you know, like or many of the best comedians, yeah. you're like, oh yeah, that's stand up. That mm-hmm. is, that's it. That's a good thing to do. Or Caroline's, or or you know, Whiplash at UCB okay. uh, every Monday night. But then also there. There's, like, uh, my friend Joe Firestone has, uh, she just makes tons of, she's like a radio show called Dr. Game Show, where I believe people call in and give that, give her their ideas for game shows. Like, she, she also does a, a game show with her dad called Punderdome 3000, which is a monthly show, yeah. which it's a, just a pun-making competition. Oh, great. Uh, she does, she has a, a pizza-themed one night of one-act, one-act plays, uh, and what's the other? Oh, this is one. I think it's called Your Fantastic Life, a show where you have like she has like maybe like four or five comedians and one sad person, and like the person from the audience like tells everybody why they're sad uh, in their life, and then every comedian does their set in aims to get the person to have a better life, <laughs> and they check so in. So so she comes up with things like that. It's real cool. Like you know, there's there's tons of awesome weirdos in New York. Yeah. And other places, I'm sure, too, but we're talking about New York. <laughs> yeah. I just saw, uh, speaking of theater, I don't see plays that often, but I just saw Avenue Q a few weeks ago. I saw that for the first time uh, in the past, like, year. It's so good. Oh, I love it, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's the guy who helped write uh, the Book, Book of Mormon. Mormon and yeah. uh, It's interesting how, I mean, 
seeing it now, <coughs> like, years after it came out, like, there were some things that I'm like, oh, these, like, this must have been even more groundbreaking, like, and weird, like, you know, I've just, now I've seen so many weird things, yeah. that I'm like, okay, another weird thing, like, <laughs> but the idea that this was, like, you know, on Broadway, yeah. you know, with puppets having sex, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, being filthy, yeah. uh, that's, you know, it's very, it's heartwarming. That's right, I'm Gary Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice. Oh, so, uh, so you're making your money with comedy, which is awesome. That is what I do. That's so cool. Um, what, what are some like uh, aspirations that you, for things you haven't uh, gotten around to yet? I guess. I mean, I've done, to some degree, everything that I want to. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, all set. <laughs> uh, that's like. Just to I'm good. make I'm sure good. there's a there, Maria Bamford has a joke where she's like, people are always like, what are you working on? And I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> Finished early. Uh, so to some degree, I, that resonates with me. Like, but obviously I don't have, you know, I'm grateful for what I have, what I have accomplished, what I've been fortunate yeah, enough yeah. to get to do. There's, you know, there's tons of talent. Like, you know, once there's no way to objectively quantify like talent and who deserves what. Like, yeah. but certainly there are people that I know that have day jobs that I'm like, I wish they, you know, like it, in in a completely just world, yeah. they would be doing just comedy. Yeah. You know, righteous comedy, mm-hmm. comedy of justice, <laughs> and uh, that's what I aim to do: justice comedy and kindness comedy. Uh, Jk, that's what I call it. J for justice, K for kindness. Um, Jk, I put a little more emphasis on kindness. Yeah. Um, which I, I think if they had to fight, they they don't fight. You know, it's not about fighting. It's no. about pacifism. No, there's no infighting here. In harmony. But, um, like, so if somebody says, okay, so you have everything that you have, you know, getting to do, just to do comedy for a living, uh, whether it's for, you know, three people some nights and a thousand people another night, yeah. you know, like, I... I don't know if I would want, you know, a thousand people every night. That, that'd be kind of nice. But, uh, I mean, sometimes just performing in a club for a hundred people or two hundred people or, yeah. what, you know, fifty. Like, you know, sometimes you have the best shows for twenty people or seven people. Yeah. So, like, as long as, like, I just want to be able, I mean, and comedy is the thing that you can keep doing. Like, yeah. pretty much, no matter what, like, nobody can stop you from starting. Like, <laughs> like kind of there's, like, you know, there's, like, a bottleneck to get to be an actor. Like, you could, you know, write your own plays yeah. and, like, you know, do something, rent out a theater and do it somewhere. Uh, and hope that you can get people to come. And it's, I guess that's kind of the way it is to start in comedy. But the you know prototypical acting, like the the archetype of an actor, is like I go to an audition, I hope I get a part, yeah. and then I be in the thing, whether yeah. a play yeah. or a yeah. commercial or a movie or a TV show. And I'll tell you all the things that you can act in, or a web series, or you know, <laughs> uh, you know, or like a, a gag, you know, yeah. kind of like a man on the street, a, a prank show, a reality show. Okay, radio uh, program. And, uh, exactly, yeah, radio acting. Exactly, exactly. You get a podcast. Yeah. Uh, podcast acting is gonna be big. Um, but with comedy, it's just like you know, whatever. If you're in a town that has an open mic or a, just people that want to do comedy, mm-hmm. that you or you can be like, I guess I'll just go to this place and be like, Hey, you're not doing anything in this room. Can I talk to anybody who's there for a little bit? So like, you know, at a certain point, like I hopefully I'll never have to go back to. I mean, I 
you know, the Academy could do a thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, I could, like, nothing is ever guaranteed. You know, even people like, like Louis C.K. is like, uh, you know, he's like, I got to hold on to my money just yeah. in case. You know, it's like, always working, you, too. You, yeah. One never knows, like, what could happen? I could lose it all. You know, and that's, it's always possible. Like, something yeah. could happen to my, you know, anybody's health, you know. Yeah. Uh, but so while, as long as I am able-bodied enough to go places, uh, then I'll always be able to, even if, like, you know, if my agent can't book me for whatever reason, then I can just, like, call up a comic in South Carolina and be like, can I come over there and do a thing? <laughs> and be like, like, sure, course, please. Yeah, yeah thank you. Here's three places that you can do that thing. And that comic in South Carolina is Nick Shaheen, who's done that for me. Like, every once in a while, like, people are like, why don't you come to this place? And I'm like, you know, I guess uh, because nobody asked me to. And uh, now if you're asking and, uh, you know, if I can hopefully get enough money to get there, get away, feed myself, yeah. pay rent enough, or whatever. Yeah, and I have a lot of demands. Uh, <laughs> But so All I want M&Ms yeah. have to be yellow. Yeah, please. And <laughs> vegan. Uh, um, you need to get the milk out of that milk chocolate and uh, put it back into the cow's suffering so it undoes that, please. Uh, free a bunch of cows. Don't give me M&Ms. M&Ms. So... Uh, I will want to just, I mean, keep doing comedy. Yeah. Uh, ideally, if you're like, so if somebody, so I'm happy for what I have. Yeah. And somebody's like, but if you could have more, sure. what would that be ideally if you could shape it? Uh, yeah. I mean, people who have careers like where people just, wherever, whatever town they go to, like people are like, oh, now I'll come to see you. You know, just like uh, a dedicated, like, you know, sizable enough fan base yeah. like you know localized it all like so when I go to Portland like people come out there and like I do go like when I go, if I go to Portland I'll go to perform at Helium which is a great club I've heard uh, great things yeah. and like and the, the few times that I've been there like the crowds have been great like obviously some of that's for me and some of it's for just because the club is great and yeah. they're putting on great shows all the time consistently so yeah. uh, to, but to get to a place where I you know I can perform at the clubs that I want to but don't you know don't need to like like Paul F. Tompkins you know uh, his career is something that I really yeah. uh, like. That resonates with me. Like as it's his own. Like, like he's he like you know he. I mean the story is that he he needed to fill a seventy five seat room for four shows for a taping. I think it was the Laughing Skull in Atlanta. Yeah. And he was like, I just need. And he was like, please fill this so that I can do tape this thing. And <laughs> he's like, three hundred people in a city. That's all I need. So he's like, if any city has three hundred people that are willing to see me, I'll go there. Yeah. Unless the the Tompkins three hundred was born. <laughs> and so that would be great to have if there's three people in any given place that will come to see me when I go there. Yeah. I think there's the, uh, the idea of the thousand true fans. Like, there's some number of fans that if they buy everything that you do, or, mm -hmm. you know, enough, like, you put out an album, yeah. and this many people buys it. This many people, you know, buy you know buy into your, your podcast mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, buy into the idea of your podcast. Uh, okay, I believe you have a podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> Like, Paul Tompkins is a guy whose comedy I love and whose career seems great. Yeah. Like, you know, Mike Birbiglia, Pat Oswalt, Maria Bamford, yeah. Doug Stanhope. Mm -hmm. Like, these, you know, some of my favorites. And people who just have... Like, you know, Doug Stanhope, I think, doesn't even have an agent. He's just like, I'm going to go to this town, so I'm going to get a venue, and I'll be like, here I am. And then <laughs> the degenerates of the area show up. So uh, so that, for stand-up, that's what I would ideally, uh, that seems that seems like that would be great. Yeah. I mean, things are great now. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not, uh, don't take things away from me, fate genies. Um, but uh, things, I believe. All the fate genies yeah. just, like lifted their hands and like all right okay, He's, okay he knocked on wood metaphorically speaking so and he's sitting in a wooden chair so perfect yeah. uh but then also i mean like people obviously like 
Patton Oswalt has gotten to be in like some of my favorite shows. Like yeah. he's been on like Justified. I love that. I still haven't seen Justified. Oh, I love it. Dollhouse. Yes. Agents of Shield. Yeah, I. I mean, that is a show that I also do watch and enjoy. Yeah. Uh, and that yeah, he, that he gets to be you know in the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. And like in who's in that uh, that Ben Stiller movie I just saw, the uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Oh, I still that need to see that. movie is great, yeah. and he's in that for a little bit. Like so, he's get he gets to be in these cool things, yeah. and then also do stand up. I like I mean acting isn't my you know my, I'm not like I gotta go out and all these auditions, really, or... but like that would if I'm while we're in my you know imaginary dream world yeah. where I mean the few acting things that I have done were basic that were mostly people. People being like, will you come and do this? As opposed to like me auditioning okay, yeah, and like yeah. asking to basically, I like to be, I like to be asked things. <laughs> like, you asked me to do this podcast and I'm doing it. Yeah. Like I didn't ask you if I could do it, yeah. but, which I would, if I knew about it, maybe I would have. But, uh, and so the same thing, like, I mean, it's so much greater mm. to get to, I mean, there's people who are working at being an actor and like they are capable of going in and getting a call back almost every time and yeah. then when the part is right for them they get it I'd rather people be like this part's right for you do you want to just have it I'm like so <laughs> yeah. getting to that place yeah. <laughs> uh, would be super uh, I mean Patton gets to write gets to he writes books and uh, yeah. and Mike Rabiglia has books and mm-hmm. has turned one of his books into a movie and yeah. like so those seem like those are all like things that are cool that would be bonus. Yeah. Like everything, you know, is sort of orbiting around the the nucleus uh, of stand up, of just doing stand up. And also, music for me is a thing that I've like always played my whole life. Oh, cool! What and do you play? I played violin since I was a child, and then and didn't like it very much. But then I started playing guitar and like writing songs. And like I have a buddy who I play comedy songs with named yeah. Micah Sherman, and we have some songs out there on on the internet and videos and things mm-hmm. and. Um, and... What are you, what's your group name? Uh, we just call ourselves, uh, Mike and Micah. Okay. Uh, we used to call ourselves the, uh, uh, the Micah Mike Club. We had a show <laughs> where we had a theme song that was, uh, sung to the tune of the Mickey Mouse Club. It was, uh, M-I-C-A-H-M-Y-Q Club. Uh, but, uh, and so we have, uh, on Bandcamp, you can get our, our a free, uh, you know, like, mixtape that we put out last year called oh, the Micah cool. Mike Mega Mixtape. Uh, and then we also have an album called Please Be Seated, which uh, you can get on, you know, iTunes and such, uh, which is mostly, like, we just have fun being, you know, like, yeah. silly and weird and doing songs that we think are fun. Like, I think, you know, I grew up listening to, like, They Might Be Giants, so yep. there might be yep. some of that influence. I also liked Ani DeFranco, so that's, like, me. Ani DeFranco meets They Might Be Giants. <laughs> I only like the syllable pattern, like, ba-da-ba-da-da, you know? They Might Be Giants, Ani DeFranco, ba da ba 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 You know, Sesame Bagel, you know. Yeah. Love the music of Sesame Bagel. Um, They're good. Good. They're really good. But without cream cheese, yeah. yeah. And uh, because I'm vegan. So uh, all of these are the same syllabic structures. Um, but so music is a thing that, like, I look nowadays, like, I mostly do it just for fun. Like, I have my guitar. I have, like, a, you know, a snowball mic at home. Yeah. And I... I have uh, my girlfriend uh, the, up for the past year. We she lives in LA and I live in New York. Okay. And so I will when I'm not with her every morning like write her like some like sort of rhymy song lyric type yeah, things. Yeah. And then for her birthday in last September I put twelve of them to music because uh, it was she likes the number twelve and her birthday is the twelfth. So I made twelve songs. Then it was a twelve twelve minutes long. So like like half of the songs were like, <laughs> like, under a minute and like maximum a few minutes. But, you know, just, like, little little songs that I put a lot... I just, you know, play guitar, and I, like, put, you know, a lot of harmonies yeah, over yeah. it. And uh, and that's, like, real fun for me. It's, like, I would, you know, 
uh, do that more. Yeah. And I, I mean, I can, I will, I will do that more. Like, yeah. here's the thing is, I can, I can write a book, I can <laughs> make an album, I can do most of the things that I want to do. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, if you want a publisher to publish your book, then you have to do more, you know. Uh, to get yeah. that done, but yeah. like I can do the things. So <laughs> ultimately, I mean, I mostly just want everything that I do that I want people to see and hear and witness and experience. Yeah. Everybody who might enjoy it, I want them to be able to, yeah. like, to have access. Uh, whether it's you know continued, I'll keep putting out stand-up albums and/or specials yeah. and uh, be on TV when people allow me to and uh, yeah. and keep you know just keep making things. That's what I want to do. Awesome. Me too. <laughs> I you should. I I also have a guitar and a piano. You saw the piano in the oh, living yeah. room. Oh yeah, yeah. And I I started out when I moved to California. I was like, I'm gonna be a starving musician. I don't care. I'm gonna <laughs> just hit the mics and like do it and like. Who cares? People like, offer you food, and you're like, no, thank you, I'm a starving musician. Like, <laughs> yeah. But you get a meal when you play. You're nope, sorry, that's not part no, of the no, deal. No, 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 yeah, no, no, You don't get it? <laughs> Obviously, you don't see what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> Art um, comes from hunger. If I'm full, I'll make a bad song. I'll be like, I'm good. <laughs> it's a short one. Yeah. So after a certain point, I was like, I think I like making people laugh way more than making music. But sometimes there's crossover, like, so I have some funny songs and whatever. But sure. Yeah, when you were talking about that, lights were going off. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, sounds go off. It's more and more audio <laughs> than visual. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I like, I, I wouldn't even say that I like one more than the other. Just for me, it just organically shifted from my, uh, I was like, oh, in between songs, like, I can talk and people enjoy that. Maybe I don't even need to bring the guitar. It's just a logistical, you know, it's, ah, oh, God, I don't want to... I mean, doing comedy is, like, the lowest maintenance uh, art form as far as, like, you know, showing up in a town. Yeah. Like, if your luggage... Like, one time, you know, my luggage got delayed, and I'm like, oh, no, I just... I guess I'll just go on stage wearing this instead. <laughs> Of that, as opposed to, like, if your guitar didn't make it, I guess we're doing an acapella show tonight. Yeah. Ooh. Which is, okay, uh, ooh, ooh, I'm hungry, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> The pulling on the collar players. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, yeah. We wrote a nice number there. Yeah, it was good. Mm. Yeah, I mean, comedy is, like, it's such a... I didn't even know it was a thing before I started doing it, kind of, like, it was, I mean, I knew Saturday Night Live existed. Yeah, yeah. I knew Seinfeld was a show, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but I honestly didn't know, and I knew that he, like, at the beginning of it was doing stand-up, but I, I used to think stand-up was just a thing that, like, famous people did. Yeah. Like, maybe even after they got famous, like, I, I think in my head for a little while I thought, like, oh, that's cool that Seinfeld has a show, and now we can also do stand-up. <laughs> Neato! <laughs> Without knowing the order of operations, there's no... Absolutely. There's no, I mean, yeah, but... Oh, it's great. Um, shoot, you said something... Oh, uh, They Might Be Giants. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And I haven't been listening this year. They keep year, making this stuff. Year. Yeah, yeah, but they have a, they're so doing much. a dial song this year. The whole year. It's... Uh, song a week. Whew, it's hard to keep up. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's uh, so much material. It's it's kind of nice. I've talked with, uh, you, know, you know, Zach Sherwin, yeah. uh, a good friend of mine, and uh, I love his on. stuff. Uh, and yeah, he uh, was, we, we've been talking about, like, we have some podcast projects oh. in, in the works, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. but they are, like, limited series ideas. Okay. Because uh, it's kind of nice to... It's like, like an HBO miniseries, but exactly, in a podcast. Exactly, have an end point. Like, yeah. I think he said he likes, uh, like, Kamau Bell and 
uh, Kevin Avery have a podcast where I forget the name of it, but the they just basically talk about a different Denzel Washington movie every episode. <laughs> oh, I think I so, heard about this and there's one. like so many of those movies, <laughs> yeah. and like they can have a lot of episodes. Yeah. But at some point, It'll like end. they'll have to. There's a limited number, yeah. so they will have to stop. <laughs> and so it's kind of nice. So yeah. we we might do something with that. I mean, I also like there's something to be said for uh, you know like. You can stop, you know, you can do an open-ended thing and stop at any point, <laughs> yeah. but, but, oh yeah, like, the idea when, when there's a show like, you know, like, uh, This American Life, like, oh my, oh my god, I can't, like, how am I gonna listen to all that, and they keep making them. And it's stories, right, compiled? I haven't really listened, but. Yeah, that, that's, uh, I mean, sometimes it's one long story, yeah. sometimes it's, like, a bunch of themed short, shorter stories, I think yeah. that's more often the case. But, and, like, it's not, like, a narrative, like, I don't have to, like, start at the beginning, <laughs> episode one, and work my way through <laughs> from years ago till now, but part of my brain likes to do that. Yeah. Uh, like, and so for They Might Be Giants, like, I guess, I mean, oh, so many, like, 50, 50 songs, I could listen to 50 songs, <laughs> but I haven't yet. I know. It's funny, because sometimes I do, like, for, like, a TV show, some, most shows... I don't watch like while they're on. Like I'll watch like a season ends and I'll be like, okay, now let's binge watch that season. Okay, yeah. But sometimes I there's some that I do watch like week in week out to, to keep up because I'm like I can't wait to can't wait I, I want to watch it while yeah. it's happening. But yeah. but I also like and same thing with like comic books. Like most comic books I'll, I'll read in compiled form like after they all come out and then after six it comes months in later, a trade. yeah yeah be like oh good I get this whole story yeah. and then you're like now I have to wait another six months <laughs> oh, come on guys which is why it's nice to like discover like a show or a series like when it's done like I think the yeah. way that I watch like Six Feet Under I'm like oh, five seasons I still haven't seen that goodbye it's like it's like one of the best shows there is nice I high, highest recommendation I've heard great things about that have you watched Daredevil mm-hmm. mm. I'm about halfway started watching it on this trip with my girlfriend uh and so I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna finish it by the end of the trip. Like, yeah. we watch, you know, maybe an episode a day. If yeah. we, you know, we do a lot of things. We're busy people. I'm out, <laughs> out and about. Uh, we fall asleep sometimes, um, and then have to watch the other half the next day. Um, but yeah, but I think we're probably like five or six episodes, in, <laughs> so almost halfway there. And uh, enjoying it. Yeah. No spoilers, uh, but it's it's pretty good. Cool. <laughs> oh, I don't like to know how good a show is. Not gonna watch it now. Yeah, I, I like to decide for myself whether. No, I mean obviously I one of the I I probably would have watched it, eventually even if people. I mean I li- I liked watching the Daredevil Ben Affleck movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> like which most people are like, don't watch that. Uh, but I I like you know com- I like Marvel comics like to I, see so. the representative of how they thought like he'd move and stuff and yeah yeah. Uh, and it's, I a mean, hyperbaric chamber to sleep. Like I understood that. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, uh, and here's the thing is like, also your expectation sometimes comes into play. Like I watched, you know, I've watched pretty much most of the, I think all the Spider-Man movies that have come out okay. thus far in recent years. Yeah. And like, despite the, the third Tobey Maguire one was the one that people were like, oh no, you know, <laughs> like he, he turns evil and dances. Like, sorry to spoil some part of it for you, but he gets his quote unquote emo hair. <laughs> <laughs> and... I remember hearing, before I saw it, I heard so many people be like, oh, God, no. But I'm like, but I like these movies, so I'm going to watch them anyway. And I think that negative expectation, like, really made it, like, super, I'm like, oh, hey, this is fun. Like, even if the movie is not a quote-unquote good movie. You went up to bat for it. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed watching it. You can't tell me that I didn't enjoy watching it or that I was wrong to. I think you're wrong to tell me that. (laughs) But you're also allowed to do that. You're allowed to think whatever you want. I'm not judging. Yeah. It's I, fine. 
Yeah, I liked aspects of the third one, but I was like, there's a lot of enemies. Lot, little time for this many enemies. I mean, they, it was a pretty long movie. So they, but it was cool. I mean, it's cool that they did... Uh, like, I liked... I know, uh, what's his name? And Thomas Hayden Church, who did Sandman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sandman looked cool. Yeah. Like, uh, Venom is a cool villain. He is. Uh, I want to see Carnage... Just Spider-Man versus Carnage hmm. in a whole movie. That would be amazing. But you and you need Venom first before you can get Carnage because that's, true. that's how he came to be. Yeah. Those man, the first Carnage comics I remember, I was like reading every every month. I would buy like that was when I was really buying comic books. Like yeah. I would go every week and you know spend twenty bucks. New and, comic book day and absolutely. Hmm. Which is as I don't know how how soon this is coming out, but free comic book day as of as of this recording is coming up. Oh, this is coming out. When is it? The 22nd, May 22nd. May 22nd. So you guys missed Free Comic Book Day by 20 days. It was May 2nd. So put it in your Google calendars for next year. Check it out, you guys. It'll be great. It's every May. It's the first Saturday of May. That's all you need. Or if you did catch it already, way to go. Good work. Oh, yeah. You didn't miss it. You hit it. What'd you get? Did you get a lot of good ones? It's fun. I like going. Fun to get some free stuff. Also, support your local comic stores and buy some stuff from them. I love the idea of having a one-sided conversation with the listeners. <laughs> What'd you get? Did you get oh. a good one? Did you get a nice Avengers tie-in? Bet there was one. Oh, yeah. Because that movie, that movie's still out. Check it out. Age, <laughs> Age of Ultron. Man, I love Joss Whedon. I love James Spader. Uh, can't wait. <laughs> is James Spader in Age James of James Spader is Ultron. Oh, I didn't even know. Oh, uh, well, looks I had... like... You're watching a little too much Daredevil <laughs> and not reading a little too much about movies that are coming out and who's in them. The weirdest judger of all time. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he is the guy who is doing Ultron's voice and I think, you know, like body modeling because uh, Ultron is, uh, spoiler alert, a robot. I don't know how much he is. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Sorry, guys. I cannot see that now. Oh, yeah. I'm anti-artificial intelligence. That's fine. Then don't do it. Uh, I, you know, I love... Joss Whedon is one of my favorite people in the world. He's amazing. Firefly? Mm-hmm. Firefly the board game? Have you played that? No, I have not. Oh, it's so good. It's a fun board game? Yeah. There's, What's the goal? There's four expansions, I think. Mm. Um, the goal is pick up and delivery. So you're picking up, you get a crew, you go and you get packages and stuff. Is you... it a game that ends, or is there no yeah. end? Okay. It ends, because there's a big main goal, but uh, in the meantime, you have to build up money to be able to afford the main goal. And so you're working for Patience, you're working for Badger, you're working for Amandul, and you're working for all these guys from cool. the show. Uh, are you? Is there a game that it, it is like that you could compare it to, or is it its own thing that's not like anything else? Um, have you played Battlestar? Uh, no, game? I have not. Another. So it's like another space TV show game. <laughs> Man, well, all these space TV show video board games are the same. <laughs> It's actually, uh, that might be a bad comparison. But is it it's like Monopoly? No. Is it like Risk? No. Then I can't, I can't help you. <laughs> is it like The Resistance? There's, no. But that's like The Resistance. It's right there. Uh, cool. Yeah. I, I really enjoy, I, actually, I, I've definitely enjoyed, The Resistance is a really weird, fun game. Yeah. Because you're like, who can I not trust mm -hmm. in this circle of friends? Uh, here's, here's an interesting thing about, I mean, it's for people who don't know, it's a game where there's like, say there's six people. 
four people are in the resistance, mm -hmm. and those are the good guys. Mm -hmm. And then two people are spies. They are the bad guys. Nobody knows who the spies are except for the spies, but the spies know who each other are, yep. and they're, they're out to foil the missions of the resistance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and you... You take turns, like, you know, planning missions and deciding who goes on them, mm -hmm. and and the spies are trying to get onto the missions to ruin them, and then... There, you have there's... the vote of confidence or non-confidence. Yeah, you have to be like, I don't, I don't know going. about this team, because yeah. this team is probably going to ruin, uh, you know, yeah. and then you there's like a bunch of rounds, so that over each round, you're like, when we were with this configuration of people, mm -hmm. it didn't work, and this configuration of people, uh, this configuration of people did work, but, you know, the spies can yeah. not sabotage, they can sabotage, so it's, a, it's like, you know, a game of strategy and, like, sort of mind games. Yeah. And... I, I know that there have been, like, friendships that have been, like, altered over it because of the intensity with which people are, like, lying to each other. It's a game where you, you know, to play it to its fullest effect, you have to lie to your friends' faces. Yeah. Like, one time I was playing with Zach Sherwin, and I think I, I had to say something like, Zach, like, you know me. Like, sincerely, like, would I really look into your eyes and tell you a mistruth? And he's like, well, Mike, you've never lied to me before, so, like, I, I assume, like, the way that you're saying it, I believe you. And I was like, gotcha! <laughs> I was a spy! Just playing the game, you sucker! And, like, I mean, and our friendship wasn't, you know, like, we're still friends, everything's yeah. cool, yeah. but, like, I do have, like, one good friend of mine who's like, I don't mm -hmm. like that game, I don't like games like it. I don't like that there's a, a situation in which my friends will lie directly to my face. I'm like, why Why not then would you not do it in a different situation? Like, how can I trust? Like, if you're, if I don't know what it's like yeah. when, between, and I'm like, but it's games, right? Yeah, on, yeah. It's game. In it's the rule game. game, I lie to you. And outside the game, I don't lie to you. He's like, yeah. how can I trust that? Like, <laughs> like the whole life, be life becomes the resistance. Like, the whole, all of life is a prisoner's dilemma. Are you a spy? Are yeah, you lying no, to me right now? No, come on, of course not. <laughs> Why would I even bring this up? I wouldn't play at all. <laughs> And, like, I, I completely, like, it's such an interesting viewpoint. Like, I get what he's saying, and I'm I'm not going to be like, my friend, you must play the resistance. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. must tell, and you must lie, you know? But it's like, I asked him, like, what about acting? Like, we all know yeah. that, you know, when we're watching a fictional movie, that, like, Brad Pitt doesn't really think those things. Professional liars. Um, but in the game, like, you don't know who is doing the lying, so, yeah. it is, you know, it's not an exact parallel. Anyway. <laughs> but if you like lying to your friends, you might enjoy the resistance. resistance. Unless you want to maintain just lying to them in real life. <laughs> oh, so with the the Firefly board game, there's a there's one expansion. So it's pick up delivery, pick up delivery, and there's a lot of that. And then, oh, if your crew gets disgruntled, like if they're a moral crew and you do an immoral mission, mm -hmm. then they'll get disgruntled. It's like this little circle with a frowny face and like a tear. And if someone if another player is in your same aerospace they can board your ship pay off your crew and then they come to you or no i think they just come to you for free but they're, basically they're don't disillusioned get, yeah don't get your crew disgruntled because they won't want to hang around wow <laughs> i understand you get I, bonuses no. for having river and simon and it's, cool it's really good well guys watch all of firefly <laughs> and the movie serenity and then check out that board game yeah because the context will help. If you just play the board game, you'd be like, who are all these people? I don't get it. Also, you could just watch the stuff. It's fun TV show. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun TV show. It's fun TV show. It's actually of... I mean, I love... I, I've loved watching everything Joss Whedon has made that I've seen. Same. Which is most things. Yeah. Uh, I have not seen the Shakespeare movie yet. But, oh, uh, me neither. 
Uh, but all, all of his series, all of the TV series, pretty much, and I've read many of his comic books that he's written. Okay. Uh, and Firefly's actually, like, I, I like it a lot, but it is maybe my least favorite. Wow. Uh, but I do think it got better and better. Like, so I think yeah. it's like, it start, it's, the, it's like the slowest, I feel like. Yeah. It start, it's pretty slow paced. Because they had so much story they wanted to tell. Yeah. And but, then it got canceled. But by then... the end, so like, I think they did 13 episodes. Like, my favorite episode was the 13th one, <laughs> the last one. And I was like, oh man, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, like, it had, I think, the actor who played Death in one of the Final Destination movies. Oh, wow. Uh, this, you know, older black dude who, like, I'm like, oh, that guy, he's great, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I think it was him. And, um, and it definitely had a person I liked. And it was a cool story. <laughs> and then I was like, man, now it's gone. I finally, I like it the most yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then they made the movie. And I'm like, yay. And yep. I really liked the movie. <laughs> and you talked about Dollhouse. Mm. I loved that show. Yeah. Dollhouse also started like a little more, I think, if you watch the first like five or six episodes of Dollhouse, I, from what I hear, that was when the they were hopeful that it would continue to be a show for many years so like there's a lot of meddling from yeah. the like the higher ups at Fox or, or whoever okay, like okay. the producers they were like hey can you make it like this can you make it like this and like Joss Whedon at his best is like just let him do the thing because yeah. he knows how it will be good yeah. uh and but after like the fifth episode, they were like, "Nah, this is gonna be, well, we're, we're just yeah, I guess do whatever you want." So after the in that and then it actually did get a second season. It was very low rated, but it was one of the highest rated on like uh, Hulu the next week or like oh, okay. DVR, like people who watched it online a ton. So like, oh wow, we do have a lot of people who like it. Let's give it another season. But it still didn't get high TV ratings, so yeah. they took it away after the second season. It was gone, but they just ramped up like man. Here's without without spoiling too much. Like the first season was a certain way. Like they introduce you to the world, yeah. and you're like, oh, this is a cool thing, yeah. cool story, cool people trying to do whatever. Like a mist, you know, one guy trying to solve a mystery and yep. like cool sci-fi stuff. And uh, and then the there was like an epilogue episode of the first season yep. where you're it was just like set how some some distance into the future, and you're like everything like it's like a post-apocalyptic universe, and you're like how did how did that happen? Yeah, and There's and they're just like, well, I guess we'll never know. And then in the second season, they just tell that story. Yeah, it's like, so good. What? How? Oh. Yeah, it's real good. Oh man! It so man, everybody, mind. check out season two of Dollhouse <laughs> after you watch season one of Dollhouse. <laughs> then play the Firefly board game. Hope that wasn't too inside sci-fi baseball. Non-baseball. That was definitely inside the farthest from baseball possible. Inside video game baseball. Mm-hmm. Inside Jellico. <laughs> Inside Major League Baseball, the Nintendo loaded. game I had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> had both of those. Yeah, I really enjoyed sports video games. I liked, uh, I had uh, Jimmy Connors Tennis on Super Nintendo. I, don't know, I didn't have that, that one. It was pretty fun. Original NES uh, Tennis? Re- original Tennis I had. Football I had. Just football. Okay. Where the, the only moves you had were throw to the left, throw to the right, or throw to the guy out front. <laughs> and punting and kicking a field goal were done by the same button, the same action. Just if you were close enough, then it would be a field goal. If you weren't, it's a punt. Yep. You could never miss a field goal. It would just become a punt. Uh, I had the original ice hockey. Okay. Uh, I didn't have original baseball. I had a re- Major League Baseball was the first one that I got. Yeah, and then, and then bases, bases loaded. loaded. Yeah. That, and then, I think a, bases yeah. loaded was the first uh, baseball one to have... Real people? Well, yeah, real people, and then there was also a lot more speech. Mm. Like, I remember when you get out. That makes sense. I remember the ump, it sounded like he said, you bum, out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think it did say that. You bum. 
You bum out. Yeah. Like, what? What are you? Umpire, gonna... you bum me out. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> and you bum out by getting out. Now get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, you're missing all those pitches. You're bumming us out. <laughs> we like it when people hit. <laughs> bum. You bum out. Um, so what? what's one of your favorite parts about doing stand-up? What's your favorite part, if you had to pinpoint it? Um, I guess my favorite part <laughs> would have to be making strange voices on podcasts in answer to that question. Another favorite part. Um, I mean, I feel like I, I don't want to... I'll give my stock answer first, but then I'll try to add to it as well. Like, saying... Like, saying a new thing on stage that people laugh at. Like, whether it's something that I planned to say yeah. or didn't. You know, like, kind of... I love being in, like, being in the moment and, like, having... Like, another thing that... Like, I've seen Paul F. Tompkins, like, a few times uh, mm. live. And, like, when he does his... You know, when he does a full hour now, I think he'll normally riff for some chunk up top. You know, 10 to 20 minutes, maybe, mm -hmm. depending. Like, I've seen him go for, like, 15 minutes <laughs> and I've heard it could be longer. And it's just... He's so masterful at it. It's so much fun to watch. And, like, one of the the fun riffy bits that he would do is just, like, have, like, pieces of paper on the on the uh, the stool near him. And he'd be like, ah, got to get to the material eventually, you know? Like, but it seemed like he's having so much fun. Yeah, Like, riffing. that if he could never get to it, you know, eventually, obviously, he'll he'll tell the story that he wants to tell and yeah. do the jokes that he planned to do. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, you don't have to, you know, just, like, an yeah. hour, if you could, you know, do... I've talked to, like, Rory Scovel about this, too. Like where he's, he's told me, like, some of the most fun shows that he's had are just, like, an hour of things that he'd never said before any. Just, like, going into different characters and, yeah. like, going down different tangents and different roads. And, like, those are real fun. Like, some of my most fun shows also have been, like, for, like, a small number. Like, you know, I'll probably do that more often for a smaller audience yeah. where it's just, like, you know, it doesn't make sense to just, like, come up and be like, here's the polished jokes that I that I have that, like, maybe you'll like them and maybe you won't, but, like, you know, being... And like and that's also fine, and, and I respect yeah. when... And also, I will do that sometimes. Like, <laughs> like if I'm getting closer to, like, recording... You know, I, I do love recording yeah. a thing and, like, them being like, and now I try to never do this again. <laughs> now I, I try to just do things that are newer and, like, build... It's, you know, yeah. it's a series of, like, constantly... Uh, you know, you're being you know, like being grateful for the past, being yeah. grateful for what you have accomplished, but also continually striving to have more things to be grateful for. Yeah. Like I can't wait to be sick of this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh boy, oh this this is gonna be a brand new. Ch I can't. Oh man, it's gonna be what a what a day that when this thing that I'm just thinking of now will be a thing that I'm just phoning it in. <laughs> so happy to not do anymore. But I remember like uh, I was on tour with Zach Sherwin last August and we went through Athens, Georgia, which the year before we'd had like a really great packed show uh, and it was like one of our favorite days of the tour uh, and then this year we're like, oh okay super excited, it was fun to come back to Athens, for whatever reason we were in like a much larger venue and like a much smaller amount of people came Okay, uh, and it also like avalanche rained like it like a uh. huge brainstorm so like you know maybe we didn't get as many walk whatever the case was we just we yeah. didn't get as many people yeah. but it, the people that were there it was so much fun just like you this know intimate like, like a... maybe like a dozen people in a room that's at like several hundred <laughs> uh and it was just but it, because of that i'm like we're gonna give them you know the as, fucking show of as, their lives as, and like so i remember like <laughs> 
you know, and here's the thing, is, like, when people are into riffing, when people are into, like, you know, a thing, when people are into you and what you're doing, yeah. like, that's just, you know, you get more license to do more of it. Like, if I was, like, sometimes I'll come out and be like, hey, do we like having fun with stuff I've never said before? <laughs> no? Well, then I guess I'll do it a little less. Here are the jokes I've prepared. I'm a professional. Good night, everybody. Um... But when people are like, the best audiences will sometimes get the newest shows. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, wow, this is really cool. Yeah. Uh, or even, you know, even if I am doing, like, you know, the prepared jokes, honed jokes that I've polished, when an audience is, like, super, uh, you know, optimistic and enthusiastic and energetic and on board, they will get new tags and new tangents and new ideas and new riffs. Uh, and that's like, the, that's, so that's like a lot of the most fun stuff for me. Like, I remember this one show, like, probably if I like look back at the hour, I probably talked for an hour yeah. and told, you know, less than 15 minutes of jokes that I'd planned to do. Just so many, you know, just stories that, you know, from life that I'm like, oh, this wasn't even a joke, but it seems relevant now. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, more things about the day that we just had mm -hmm. or like the something that was happening or interactions with people in the room. Mm -hmm. uh, and, may and maybe I'm remembering it. Like if I went back I, and listened to that hour again, maybe it was, maybe it was a half hour. Maybe, but there was like tons of... Maybe there was a lot of booing. Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe like everybody hated it. Maybe we're like, get out of here. We're not going to come back next year. Next year you'll be lucky to get one person to the seven, this thousand person venue. Maybe, who knows? <laughs> Um, I mean, it, it kind of, it, you, that you actually, you know, jokingly bring up a serious point that the night before we'd been in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and that was also, I, I'd loved Atlanta the year before. This time, Atlanta was, I felt like, uh, while, while I was on the show, like, uh, Zach went on before me and had an amazing set. Uh, local comedian friend Joe Karg went on. He was hosting, I think he was hosting the show and did great. Okay. And like there was these other local comics on the show. I think uh, Jake Head and Rob Hayes and maybe one other person. I'm sorry to be forgetting. Like, all, like everybody, look up the lineup of that show and follow all those people in, <laughs> in their careers. Uh, it was just a super, like everybody, I'm like, man, everybody's killing. It was like it was a place called The Hangar. Okay. Uh, which is, it's just like an old, uh, you know, converted airplane, airplane hangar. Oh, it's great. And they just do weird, cool shows there. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, this is great. And like, uh, you know, so it was a, a cool play, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I went on stage, and I remember I was like, I started, it, it was like, hey, you guys like riff, here's some riffs. And uh, <laughs> and I remember I felt like in the moment, like, they're not responding as much as I want them to. <laughs> and so then, like, I went to material more than, or, no, earlier than I would have. And yeah. then I, and even that was like, it was doing fine. But I'm like, oh, in my mind, everybody, like, the same thing, like, with expectations. Uh, like it was the reverse of Spider-Man Three, yeah. where I was like, you know, Spider. If it was <laughs> Spider-Man Three, I was like, oh man, yeah, this is gonna be the the totally opposite of Spider-Man Three. <laughs> Everybody's gonna critically acclaim this show. And but here's the thing is that so I had the show and I was like, okay, like I, it was it was not the worst, yeah. but I was just like in my mind I was like, okay, I didn't. I was, like, disappointed in myself for, like, why didn't I riff things better? Why didn't mm, this material go over better? And yeah. then I listened, when I listened back to that show, yeah. uh, I was like, oh, it was fine. It was totally fine. Okay. And it was maybe just the, uh, definitely some things didn't get as big laughs as they might get in other situations, but yeah. it was totally, like, respectable, it was respectable, and respectful. I was very <laughs> respectful. Anything that starts with respect, that starts with respect, and it starts with it, you know, this is startup. Um... <laughs> How, how, you you want to start a startup in Sparta? Anyway, um, so this is Sparta. Yes, this is, it is definitely. <laughs> um, 
So, a quick thing I know about Sparta, I believe the Spartan army uh, encouraged their men to be gay with each other uh, because that would make them fight harder for somebody that... Uh, that know, they cared for more? Yep, exactly. Wow. Um, yeah, they were the gayest, they I were, think. They were forward-thinking. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. <laughs> forward, march, but first, backward, wherever, you know? Um, in and around, all over. Sparta! Who cares? This is it! Putting the art in Sparta. It's like an art spa. Okay. Uh, that's all the letters of Sparta. So, uh, but yeah, so I mean, and then maybe, like, I feel like there's this, you know, we tend, maybe as humans, or maybe I just in this situation, was thinking in extremes, like, man, this show wasn't the greatest, this show was the greatest, when in actuality, you know, it was probably, from the audience's perspective, you know, somewhere in the middle. If somebody had been at either of pretty those good, shows. Pretty yeah, good. Hey, yeah, good, 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 good. But, uh, uh, but like the... The way that I felt, I mean, like, you know, when, I, when I'm when i doing a show where I'm like, oh, man, this riffing feels good, and it seems like the audience is enjoying it, yeah. like, that is, that's one of the best moments. But then also, uh, you know, having, uh, yeah, I, 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 I will stick with that expanded version of my stock answer <laughs> to my, one of my favorite parts of comedy. <laughs> okay. Having new things go well. <laughs> Great answer. Great answer. Thank you. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, they might be giants. They're coming. They're coming to here, May first. So it will have already happened. Mm-hmm. I uh, think they're coming to New York end of May. So I think you can uh, catch them there then. Okay, cool. catch them there then. <laughs> what are uh, what are some music venues up there that are pretty cool? In New York, yeah. Uh, I, I know CBGB shut down, and I heard that one was good. yeah. Th- there's a place called Rockwood Music Hall. I think that's the name of it. Rockwood. Uh, it's something like that. Okay. Some uh, materials that are found in nature, and it's a musical. <laughs> and I've only I've been there once or twice. I was there opening for a comedian uh, for a musician friend named Julian Villard. Okay. Uh, and Julian like had me open one show, and Jill and Jared Logan open a show, and it was just like a really cool like I love performing in like the Knitting Factory is you know a place that they have comedy shows, but yeah. they also it's also a music venue like some of you know some of the best places. Uh, Didn't uh, Key Club used to be Knitting Factory here? That sounds plausible. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have no direct information, but because you're asking, Probably. sounds like you know more than Probably. I do. Yeah, why would you think it if it wasn't true? <laughs> 70% of people think Obama's a Muslim still. Um, when in fact he's a Christian or maybe nothing. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, it's all, who knows and who cares? It's all a mystery and none of it's real. Uh, the only thing that's real is kindness. Is kindness yeah. and love. Whatever you call it. Did you see his um, correspondence dinner speech? I I heard a few lines from it, and uh, and so maybe I will watch it. But yeah, I heard it. Was I heard he got, good. got a couple of zingers in there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I know. I feel he's gotten people writing. I think he used to have. Did Seth Meyers write for him in the past? Oh, I don't know. I feel like I've heard like a Neil Brennan story about like helping Seth Meyers <laughs> write some of those. Okay. So. Ma- Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, you know they definitely the delivery. Yeah, he's oh yeah 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 he's he's a good performer, <laughs> and maybe he came up with some of it. But I think I think there are definitely there's likely some comedy writers yeah. involved, which is great. It's great that he wants that and does it and uses good ones. Yeah, he had the uh, um, anger translator. The... Oh yeah? yeah, did he really? Yeah. Oh, was, did he have? Key and or Peel there? Yeah. Peel. Oh, man. Peel was there. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, that's... What... Man. It's such a... It's such a weird thing to think about, like... Comedy affected the real world? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean... 
comedies in the real world. Like yeah. Obama is just a human being mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Like, but it's it's nice to that's that makes me feel real good. Yeah, it's cool that he was like, let's make this funny. <laughs> and yeah, I mean that he he sat down with Zach Galifianakis. Like you yeah, know, yeah. And I mean in in reality, what are we saying? We're like that guy could hit a button that kills millions of people. I mean, he is in charge yeah, of, of fake airplanes, of airplanes that don't have people in them, yeah. that kill hundreds and thousands of people. Yeah. Like, And that guy also knows how to have a good time. <laughs> he knows how to make a bad time and have a good time. Please stop droning if you're listening. <laughs> Innocent people are dying. I don't have all the answers. <laughs> I don't know how to stop everybody, but I I like to think that murdering less is the way to go. Yeah, murder less, everyone. If you're thinking about going out after this podcast and murdering someone, put down the knife, murder put down the gun. Murder less than you would have. In fact, I would say don't just murder less. Hmm? Go murderless. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's a great <laughs> great credo for I'm going to take a note of that. I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to cut down, you know, like uh, I'm doing like a murder-free Monday. Hold on, let's. I'm uh, just pulling out my recorder. This is how the comedy works. Uh, murder less. Be murderless. Have a murder free Monday. And more jokes. Be brilliant on stage. Why don't you just go and bring it to the people of Athens? Be like, are there nine people that'll see me tonight? Great. Cut and print. Got it. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I. So I didn't see it, but you saw it, and you like it, and I'll see it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we were talking about um, cool venues before. Mm. Mm -hmm. And speaking of cool venues, shameless plug, uh, I'm going to start running a comedy show out of the duplex. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm calling it Duplex Comedy Suplex. Uh, Because duplex and suplex rhyme. Yep. (laughs) And also, you like the wrestling move, the suplex. I mean, sure. Um... Which one is that? One where you like you flip somebody and land them on their back? I think so. Yeah, in you some manner. Lift, lift them up and then toss them over yourself backwards. Over your shoulder, yeah, backwards, yeah. Great. Well, so, you should learn before you start the show. <laughs> learn your terminology. I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life, but that's if I were my show, that's what I would do. Uh, just in case anybody asks, like this, it seems like you had a pretty good answer, but who knows? Somebody could be listening and it's wrong. First, uh, I thought you were gonna say first you should learn the move. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do the move. Yep. Practice it a lot. First, become a wrestler. Yeah. Then learn the wrestling board game. <laughs> then do the live comedy show. Then do the live comedy show wrestling board, board game. game. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, and it'll be how often will that show be happening? Every Thursday. Oh, cool. Yeah. And where is the duplex? This oh uh, so it's gonna be in the living room. Oh the the duplex that you live in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it's not a venue. There's a venue in New York called the Duplex. Oh really? <laughs> I'm like you're gonna do a weekly show in New York. You live in L. A. You should do a little closer to home. Pretty ambitious, right? So you're doing it the most close to home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got chairs. I've got an amp. I've got a mic. I got a that's great mic stand, and I've got a spotlight. That sounds like you have everything you could ever want. Yeah, and to I do a show. I used to run it in San Diego County before I moved up. Hmm for nine months down there and all that stage time is so great yeah you should move back (laughs) get out of here what are you doing comedy outside of the duplex oh yeah it's good to do get stage time wherever you can wherever you are yeah and putting comics up and then like just even seeing a comic and be like you're really funny will you do my show and then they're like yeah okay yeah that is the thing I, I have a friend who's not a comedian but like works in comedy production and okay. things and like uh, she just asked me she's like 
can can I pay you money to do this show? And I'm like, yes, that's uh, that's all that's all that I want to happen. <laughs> she's like, I didn't know uh, if uh, you know. She's like, we we're friends now, but you know, she'd like watched my comedy yeah. in the past, and mm-hmm. so like, she's like, I don't know if I'm you know overstepping any. Like, I don't know if this is how how it works. I'm like, this is exactly how it works. This is exactly how it works. <laughs> Now we're friends, and also you give me somebody's money, and I'll do comedy (laughs) for them and you wherever. (laughs) Cool. Yes. Uh, Is Mother's Day in May? It is. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. It must have already happened. Oh, yeah, you did it. Second Sunday. You missed it, or you didn't miss it. (laughs) Either way, we'll never know. This won't track. (laughs) Oh, I got a... So right now, Mother's Day is in the future, and I need to figure out because I think the day of Mother's Day, I'm planning to have. Uh, you missed a party at my house, uh, where I'm trying to get rid of a lot of stuff. So I have like a lot of books that I don't want. So I'm gonna try to have a party where then I'm like, and now take away books. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Yeah, it's like B Y O B T Y O B. Take your own book. Yep. It's like my own. I mean, take my own book. T M O B. Okay, T M O B. Sorry. B Y O B T M O B. TMI BYOB R-O-F-L Yeah NFL <laughs> uh, N-A <laughs> The National Football League is not applicable to my party <laughs> It'll yeah. be on Sunday afternoon So if, if there was a football game It would be perfect to co- coincide with it game. Yeah, hey, have a book Not a football <laughs> Awesome Not that you can enjoy football and books <laughs> So, do you have plugs? Do you have stuff to plug? And uh... hair for men. <laughs> plugs. Okay. Uh, don't have any hair plugs yet. Uh, sorry that that's a joke. That's probably been made a lot, you guys. Uh, yeah, every episode. Every episode. If every... you, <laughs> I, we talked about it beforehand. You're like, dude, do the hair plug joke. <laughs> tell every comedian to do it. What a weird thing that would be to do. And then I say to tell them that that's. To, you can feel free to do this as much as you want in the future. Uh, Mike Kaplan. I spell it weird. Sorry, or you're welcome. Um, <laughs> If you like it, or if you don't, it doesn't matter. Uh, is what it is right now. M Y Q K A P L A N. Put it in at the, to a dot com. Put it into uh, iTunes, YouTube, Vine, Twitter, Instagram. A little bit. Um, <laughs> put it just a little bit, and uh, you know wherever. Uh, my podcast is called Hang Out with Me. It's on the Keith and the Girl Network at keithandthegirl dot com slash hang. We can just go to my website and click on the podcast link and uh the most recent uh long thing that i've put out as of now was uh, a year ago i put out a netflix special uh oh. almost i think came out may 2014 so called? Uh, it called? it's called small dork and handsome <laughs> and so you can currently until they until it's not on netflix you can watch it on netflix you can give it five stars you don't even have to watch it just give it five stars uh highly rate all the things that i do whether or not you watch or like them <laughs> much appreciated in fact, if you dislike them and still rate them highly, thank you even more. Oh, yeah. That, oh, you're, that's like, uh, you're doing, according to Immanuel Kant, like, that's the, I think you're doing the best work. He was a guy who said, like, if you enjoy doing ethical things, yeah. then to Kant, he's like, you're not, in, you're not as good a person as if you don't enjoy doing ethical things, but you still do them. Oh. Like, if you, you know, if you hate doing charity work, yeah. but you do it, you're, quote unquote, a better person. Uh, <laughs> And if you just, like, I do it because I love it. I mean, like, I would rather the world be full of people who aren't great people than who just love doing it. Like, doing it for the sake of doing it. A little more, I'm a little more into Eastern thought than I am into Emmanuel. Emmanuel's a bit of a cunt. Do you know what I mean? As it may Up have top. been. Up top. 
Uh, that was Doug just high-fiving himself. Uh, <laughs> it that was one, just that, me. That was my acting. We actually did high-five. Uh, I'm glad that I was asked to come here to be this actor. Yeah. Uh, but I think I said all the... Those are most of the things... Um, I guess I also have a monthly-ish show that I do at QED in Astoria in New York where I, I genuinely, genuinely and generally, and generally. Uh, host with a co-host slash house band uh, beatboxer where there's some freestyle Ooh. rapping involved, there's some rapping, There's I have rappers on, I have comedians on, and uh, and it's real fun. So, But also just my, my tour dates are normally at my website, except sometimes I forget to put them there, so <laughs> if you see that I don't have any tour dates, I probably have some, and ask me where they are. I'm in New York about half the time, I'm in LA sometimes, I'm on the road frequently, I'm yeah. in Boston uh, more than other places, I'm, uh, but if you want me to be where you are, maybe I'm, maybe I'm there, maybe I've been there, that's very common, people are like, when are you coming to Denver? I'm like, uh, two months ago, I definitely was just there, and I'm sorry you missed it, I'll try to come back, tell the club that you want me. Uh, yes, yeah, those are the plugs, thanks for asking. Yeah, <laughs> and um, oh, Boston. There's something else you, you can said. do it. You got it. Mm. You can make it happen. Boston. Oh, the thing with the people who don't like to do something good but do it mm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had that thought about doctors and just hospitals and like if the healthcare system was what it should be. With which, come on, let's, let's just, if you're sick. Help that person not be sick. Mm. And oh yeah, if the people loved doing their job, if they weren't just in it for the money, then maybe we should pay doctors a lot less, <laughs> <laughs> but make it a lot more fun. <laughs> Somebody a lot more smiley face stickers. Figure it out. A lot more Put gold a smiley, stars. Smiley face sticker right over the doctor's face. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Doctor Joker. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. We covered a lot. We did good. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for doing it. This has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp and Mike Kaplan. Mike Kaplan. <laughs> Bye. Bye.